0: Welcome to Wealth Consciousness where we take the inner intuitive journey to living your heart's desire. I'm your host Susan Hanstead, therapist by training, entrepreneur by nature. In each episode, we will start the dialogue necessary to understand that to scale your business, you must scale your heart, mind, and soul. We will up-level the goal-setting, dig-deep, strengthen-your-discipline conversation to a how-to, clear path to deconstructing your habits and training your mind to release the limiting beliefs and live in limitless possibility. Your extraordinary life is right around the corner. It's really quite easy once you learn to trust yourself. Join me now in your next breath. Hello and welcome to this Episode of wealth consciousness. I'm super excited to be with you here today because my favorite thing about doing this podcast is that I get to have your attention for a few moments, a few moments that I can offer. Hopefully two things. The first would be always some type of relaxation technique so that we can challenge the habit of busyness. We live in a culture of busyness. So I want to sort of interrupt your busy day and challenge you to bring all of your attention to this present moment. And by allowing yourself to bring all your focus to this present moment and allowing yourself to relax in the body, we start to practice mindfulness. And why do we want to practice mindfulness? We want to do that because when the body is at rest, We can access our creativity, but when the mind and the body are stressed and pushed to their limits, our physiology is built for actually only being able to focus at a survival level. So you may notice that when you are pushed to your limits, you don't have any patience. And when you are pushed to your limits physically, whether that's because you're tired or run down or the mind is just too full of too many conversations and too many to-do lists, you'll notice that you might be a little bit irritable, or you might be frustrated, or you might be extra fatigued. And that's because we aren't meant to live at such a high level of performance. So today, in this podcast, we focus less on performance and more On the transformation of the heart that shows up in our life, in our business, in our relationships, in our ability to come up with creative ideas in our business, in our ability to have that extra patience for relationships, for ideas, for enjoying the moment, for time together, whether that's with employees or with family members, but really allowing ourselves to live in our body as it should be so I want us to start with again a little relaxation technique and so what I'm going to ask you to do is to find a gaze now sometimes we just do a little breath work but today I'm going to ask you to do something a little bit differently I'm going to ask you to find a gaze so that would mean that you probably have to be sitting somewhere not driving, not multitasking, not not listening to someone else while they're talking, not scrolling through anything, not looking at your computer monitor. So what I'd like you to do is sit somewhere where you have the ability to take a moment, it won't take long, and I'd like you to find a gaze. And whether that's your shoes or a beautiful tree in nature, or whether it is just allowing yourself to rest your eyes so that they just have a soft focus on whatever object or whatever visual you have in front of you. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to sort of ground yourself in the chair that you're sitting in. In other words, relax into it. Let the chair support you. Notice if you are leaning forward and holding yourself as if we're in a hurry here. Instead, I'd like you to sit back, let that chair support you and allow yourself to notice that as you find that gaze, no matter what it is, I'd like for you to focus in on that object. And again, maybe it's just your shoes. Focus in on that object And then notice that as you quiet your mind, in other words, we're not thinking about other things right now, we're just finding the gaze. So I'd like you to sort of turn up the volume on the gaze. In other words, make noticing colors, texture, smells, more important than whatever thought comes up next. So in other words, when your mind is racing, when the next thought comes of the next to do, the next distraction, oops, gotta get up and go. I'd like you to just turn up the volume on the experience of the gaze. So what I mean by that is just to notice more detail. Spend some time noticing more detail about your gaze. Now you may be wondering, why are we doing this? And what does this have to do with my business? It has everything to do with your business. In other words, allowing yourself to have more awareness about how to settle the mind and the body and how to develop focus is exactly what is key to taking your business to the next level. Because when we are distracted and stressed and pushed to our limits, we are not actually able to find the resources to take our personal life or our business to the next level. So again, noticing in that gaze how you've had to rest your body by sitting. And then by paying more attention to that gaze, notice if your shoulders have started to drop a bit. Notice if you're taking breaths a little bit more deeply than usual. And maybe you notice that you've been holding your breath. And if so, please take a deep breath. Breathe in, allow yourself to receive deep relaxation, oxygenation in your blood system, and allowing yourself to, on the exhale, release the thoughts, ideas, the stories, the conversations, the stressors of the day. So as you continue to hold your gaze, and again, I invite you to take in a nice deep breath, a nice cleansing breath, allowing yourself to, again, receive on the inhale, and then on the exhale, release. And in that release, creating a little bit more space for the next breath. So notice, in your gaze if you've had the ability to relax the body at all. Notice if you've been able to allow the thoughts that arise to just sort of float away because you're busy gazing right now. So now if you'd like to, you can bring all of your attention to this audio. You can return to your natural rhythm of breathing. But I'd like you to think about the idea that as you continue to breathe during this podcast, that you will receive the information on the inhale that is going to support your business, your personal life, allow yourself to be vibrant and thriving. And that on your exhales, that you allow yourself to release critical self-talk, to-do lists, and all the other rumination that we are in the habit of. So just as you notice to listen now, set the intention that on your inhale, just in your natural rhythm of breathing, that you'll receive what you need today. And then on your exhale, that you'll release what you no longer need today. So there's always two things that I'd like to offer in this podcast. And the first is, of course, the relaxation and just taking a moment to interrupt, literally interrupt your busy day and practice mindfulness so that you can grow your creativity, that you can pay into the bank of all of the energy that's necessary to be a creative entrepreneur, an investor, a business owner. And that in that little interruption in your day that you might Get some insight that allows you to work from just a little bit higher level of creativity, of joy. So the first is interrupting your busy day with a little bit of relaxation. And then the second is something that you can use to raise your set point for your awareness in your next breath. So today I want to accomplish both of those things with you. But I want us to start off by thinking about the fact that it's the new year. So happy new year. Happy, prosperous, and new year. And as you reflect on this past year, I would like for you to think about, and perhaps you'll grab a piece of paper and and write this as well, but I hope you will think about acknowledging all the things that you succeeded at this year. All the things that you've done this past year that you feel really good about, whether that's growth in your business, in your relationships, your commitment to your health, your commitment to your spiritual connection, your commitment to your relationships. I'd like you to think about it like literally at a granular level, even the smallest of things. I'd like you to think about what you feel really good about And acknowledge and celebrate that. The things that you've accomplished and you feel successful about in this past year. And then secondly, I'd like you to notice where you haven't changed or succeeded in this past year. And I'd like you to be as granularly aware of where you haven't succeeded as we were talking about for your successes and your celebrations. So in other words, I'd like you to notice, write down, be specific, exactly where you felt short of your goals, your expectations, the things you wanted to accomplish, the relationships you wanted to repair or improve, the trips to the gym for your health or your eating habits. I'd like you to think about the places where you actually didn't make your goal, and I'm going to tell you why, because I want you to think about this idea that when we do goal planning, it's wonderful to work from that performance-based, right? The things that we can count and the boxes we can check off and the measurements, all of those are very, very important, but today I want to talk about the idea that sometimes we don't meet goals Because working with the cognitive or working with the performance isn't really enough. It's actually not going to change the set point. It's not going to move the bar or move the needle. It's one of those things where we notice, wow, I I didn't make that goal again. Wow, how is this? How are we in a new year? And I still haven't kicked this habit or accomplished this goal or created something for your personal life or your business that you really want. So I'd like you to look at that because the nature of entrepreneurial, the nature of the entrepreneurial life can be really wild and crazy. Yet at the same time, entrepreneurs also tend to be very stubborn. And what I mean by that is that on on one hand, it's a great characteristic. It's a great characteristic because stubbornness oftentimes will be the thing that gets us to our goal. But at the same time, sometimes it's the thing that creates the blocks to the goals. What I mean by that is that the places where we haven't met our goal is where we need to look right now. We need to look there because we need to look at where have I had stubborn patterns or habits that I keep recreating. And sometimes we even find it in conversations with certain people in our lives, whether it's an employee or a coworker, a vendor, a family member, where there's the same conversation that tends to go the same way. And so, what I'd like you to do is think about this idea that all of us have programming we are conditioned because we live in a world that feeds us information from the moment we get here and so looking at the idea that we've created survival beliefs and those survival beliefs started super young probably somewhere between zero and seven and what the purpose of those survival beliefs is is to sort of figure out how to gain life, how to get love and how to not get left from love. Think about that for a second because that's our motivation for everything. And so we figured out, <clears throat> usually as much younger people, how to either people please or perform or react to or overcompensate. But we found ways to... Game the situation so that we think that it would work for us, so that we would get love or even not get left from love. So in other words, we may have figured out certain habits or patterns. Maybe you can even think of some of the ones that you do. Perhaps you are someone who is a people pleaser and who looks to see what do I need to do? How do I need to contort myself to make myself acceptable to you? or to building a business, or to hiring employees, whatever it might be. And if you're not a people pleaser, think for a second about what else you do that helps you to sort of game your day. So I'd like you to think about this because that programming is actually no longer applicable. So what you did as a habit, as a kid, so that you knew how to perhaps get along in the family or get along with siblings or get along with your parents or to get their approval or to get their love or to get their attention. The idea to think about right now is that as a kid, you were probably super smart. You figured out how to get your parents' attention. You figured out how to get them to take good care of you. And yet now those same habits that we bring with us into adulthood are no longer applicable. And so why do we sometimes have this stubborn, reoccurring issue over and over in not meeting our goals or even not even meeting our aspirations in our relationships? The reason is, is that that pattern of thinking Those sort of stubborn habits in our personalities, those survival beliefs are no longer applicable. They're no longer applicable because you no longer are a child, powerless to someone else's care for your survival, powerless to to getting the love that you need to be well taken care of. It's actually not applicable any longer because now as an adult, you have you. So I'd like you to think about that for a second. This idea that we have these recurring habits, we have this programming that says that we have to manage money like our family managed money, or perhaps the opposite of how our family managed money. Again, a survival belief. Or perhaps when you look at how you manage conflict or how your family managed conflict, and... Is that still working for you today? Is that working for you in your interpersonal relationships, in your intimate relationships? And if it isn't, and if this is in the column of goals not attained, then I'd like you to think about this. These goals that we talk about each year as we bring in the new year are typically being sort of managed or gone after from our conscious mind right? And so for the most part, we go after them cognitively, right? You make a list. You make a list, you decide exactly how you're going to accomplish these goals, and then you make a plan. But I'd like you to understand for this new year that we need to pivot because in order to create real change and in order to have an actual new year, With new habits, with new successful relationships, with the next level up in your business, we will need to make the pivot turning the unconscious to the conscious. Now, what I mean by that is that when we start to bring our awareness and our attention to the goals unmet, to the habits that aren't serving us, And to those reoccurring patterns that seem to happen on a daily basis and we're still surprised. The reason for this is because we are working in the conscious mind. We're working in at a cognitive level when really the root cause of that issue sits in our subconscious and unconscious mind. And so all the work on the cognitive level that you'd like to do certainly is beneficial, but if we are to get to the root cause of what is creating those most stubborn and undiscovered blocks, we have to learn how to pay attention and then bring the unconscious to the conscious mind. Now, one way that you can do that is by noticing your own behavior. So awareness is the first place to start. Notice when you find yourself in the exact same conversation, again, going in the same direction. Or notice when you come up against the same habits, programming in your business that creates constriction or creates lack. So I'd like for you to think about that as you bring your attention to your habits And you start to pay attention in a way that really starts to understand that this is unconscious behavior that we keep sort of working around. And if we can start to pay attention, bring all of our attention to those habits and notice where it's not working, this is where the gold is. And this is where we can pivot. So I'd like you to think about this idea. That as you plan for this next year and you raise the level of your goals to new heights, whether that's financially or interpersonally, whatever those goals might be, I want you to think about this. To get what you've never had, you'll have to think what you've never thought. So I want you to think about that because our thinking is being driven by those unconscious patterns and by that conditioning. But when we start to break it down and we start to use that as a feedback loop, in other words, when we start to notice our own behavior when it doesn't work for us, and then as we pay attention to that, we notice what is the thought that goes with that behavior? Is that a thought that there isn't? enough money for all of us in the family, so you can make money, but I can't? Or is it that some people have great relationships and a great business? Or is it that some people seem to have the magic that I don't have to build an incredible business, to speak in front of groups, to have the health or vibrance that you might want? The key here today is to notice that unconscious behavior because when we take it from the unconscious to the conscious, we immediately start to shift our thinking. But I'd also like you to think about the idea that you will have to change the thinking to then start changing the habit. So in terms of a thing that you can use in your next breath, I'm going to offer a little exercise here. So if you'll grab a piece of paper, Or perhaps you'll do it another time after you're off this podcast. But I'd like you to take a piece of paper. I'd like you to put a line right down the middle of it. And on the left side, I'd like for you to list for yourself what you're going to let go of and leave in 2023. And then what you're going to believe into your life in 2024 on the right hand side. So I hope that you'll take the time to make this an exhaustive list. In other words, letting go of fear or frustration or the constrictions that you've had around money or around building your business or around relationships. So make that list on the left-hand side of what you're letting go of. Make it super long. Do it until you don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) And then on the right-hand side, what you will need to believe into your life. So let's be clear on this idea that, again, you to get what you've never had, you'll have to think like you've never thought. So that means when you believe things into your life, that you'll have to start to change that habit, recognize and change the conditioned programming and decide who do you want to be? in 2024. So we've talked about some super important things today. That what you think is what you get, that you need to pay attention to your unconscious behaviors to get really good information, to create new conscious thought, new thinking. And then we've also talked about this idea that creativity, ingenuity, New ideas in businesses, the energy for relationships and spiritual connection and for health all come from a quiet resting place. They don't come from a busy place. They come from a quiet place. So I offer this challenge to you that this week, as you move into your new year and as you believe into your life, who it is that you want to be. I challenge you to take 10 minutes of quiet in your morning and 10 minutes of quiet in your evening. And if you'd like, you you can reflect on what you'd like to do with your day and who you want to be, or you could just practice silence. And at the end of the day, you could review your accomplishments, your successes, your celebrations, or you could practice silence. So give it a try. And I'd love to hear how it goes for you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so grateful to have you here with me. If you love today's content and you want to share your inspiration, feel free to rate us and review us. Take a screenshot of that review and send it to info at Institute of Possibility Thinking and we'll send you a masterclass, Releasing the Habit of Rumination, as our gift. Looking forward to being with you on our next episode. And until then, you have everything you need within you.